Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's Joe, back with the Front Row Podcast, episode number two. I am super excited for this week's episode because we get to sit down with a near and dear friend of mine, my homie, Eric Matias. Eric is an athletic therapist. He also used to work with me at Foot Locker at Dixie Atlet Mall back in the day, and we've just been friends for an exceptional amount of time. And this episode really focuses on the concept of hustle, really what it takes to pursue your dream and find purpose in what you're looking to accomplish. And we dig deep into, you know, uncovering a lot of that in Eric's own journey. So sit back, relax, enjoy, get to know Eric a lot more, get to know a couple of tidbits about me as well, and let us know what you think. Salute to our bartender for this uh, this episode is sponsored by... No, I'm kidding. I'm totally, totally messing with y'all. Powered by Surat. <laughs> Hashtag ad. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to our second episode of The Front Row. Um, a big shout out to everyone that's just been showing me mad love for our first episode and for the teaser that we dropped for our next couple episodes that we have dropping in the next couple of weeks. So a big thank you again to everyone that's just been supporting. Um, I am really excited for today's episode because we've got my boy, my brother. We've been friends for a super long time. Incredible, humble guy. Welcome to the show, Eric Matias. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me, man. What's, Appreciate uh, it. What's going on, man? It's How you been? Good, it's always good to see you, man. No, I'm, I've been all right, you know, yeah. since I reopened the home office. Yeah. Been busy. Yeah. Um, just just trying to enjoy the time, the summer with the friends and family. That's good. That's wedding good. planning. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. So it's been all good, man. All blessings. Nothing to complain about. You've already, you've already said so much, so I think maybe <laughs> this is a good place for us to start off by introducing yourself, man. Uh-huh. What's, what's the best way for people to know who you are and what you do? Um, so I'm Eric. Um, my handle is can't stop Eric. Just, uh, can't stop is like my mentality and approach to anything. Yeah. So to summarize everything, I'm a athletic therapist, um, massage therapist, strength and conditioning coach, and an acupuncture provider. Mm -hmm. So I help treat and train athletes or active living, anyone who really has a goal that they're striving towards and working towards. Okay. So I do my best to help people get right and get strong and achieve their goals. That's what's up. And we, I mean, we met for our listeners and, uh, you know, our audience that's watching, we've met years ago when we used to work at Foot Locker. Yes. Um, that's where we first met. Um, and shout out to our boy, Dave. He actually introduced us. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in the day, we used to work for Foot Locker at Dixie Outlet Mall. That's the only Foot Locker <laughs> outlet in Canada where you can get Good times, literally man. anything for like on the super, super low. Um, we used to run night shifts over there. Overnight shifts, Yeah, man. overnight shifts with our, our other boys, Jason and Charles. We would... Um, we would have a good time. Those are the best, man. 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. Yeah, we, we would just, like, it was, I think, I miss working in retail because it, t- it teaches you a lot about hustle, but also, like, just how to get shit done. <laughs> you yeah, know, how to, how to get from A to B, like, real, real quick. Oh, those are fun times, man. I, I think Jason still works there. I don't know how much we can divulge of what, what we did in <laughs> We the won't past, say too much. But we got we a lot of this work done. Yeah. You know, we, we worked hard. We worked ex- ex- extremely, extremely, extremely hard. The perks of the overnight shift, though, was they we got great. to o- open up the boxes and be f- get first dibs on all the shoes. It was, it was. That's, that's how I found like retro threes. Yeah, yeah. And got them for dumb cheap. I still have like Jordans in my like in my parents' closet that mm. I just haven't opened mm. for years, years on years on years on years. So I think, uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, working working at Foot Locker was nice because we built a really good friendship. Mm-hmm. But then eventually we started kind of like chilling outside of work, where yeah, you know. 
can't dibble and dabble too much, but alcohol was consumed. <laughs> I mean, we, we went to go see uh, Jay-Z and Kanye for their mm-hmm. Watch the Throne tour mm-hmm. uh, when they did their stop in Toronto, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which was a, like a ton of fire. Yeah. If you've ever been to a concert, like that's the one place you could have barbecued your eyebrows off. It was, <laughs> that's, it was, that's one of my favorite concerts, to be honest. It was crazy. Like the way they did it with, yeah. the, with the two stages and, and yeah. everything was, was that's incredible. Right. That's right. Jay-Z was over here. Kanye was over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they would kind of switch up. Yeah. It was, uh, I think that's what happened, right? It did. No, no, no. I hope no. I'm remembering that, right? No, you're, 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 but, uh, I think no, you're, I think you're spot on. No, we had a lot of fun back in the day. From, it was good. Because we vibe on music a that's lot. That's what it is. That we was like our mutual music. understanding. Yeah. Um, we worked together and like, yeah, you even had me out come be your assistant. When we, we you shot a like a engagement or or wedding pre wedding video, we or were something. we were out in like New Jersey. So maybe maybe yeah, let me so, start so from the shout top. Shout outs to my man Joe <laughs> for bringing on a guy who knew nothing about photography and videography and saying, "Well, come come work with me." Well, in in fairness, so I guess before you got your start into um like athletic and mobile therapy, if you will, if I'm yeah, phrasing yeah. that correctly, you you actually started off in the radio and television program at Ryerson. Yes, so I knew a little right. bit. Sorry, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you, you had some really but, good but, foundations. But, but, actually. But you, but you taught me some stuff. But yeah, I was in radio and television arts first. Right. Um, um, switched into kinesiology. Right. It's a complete 180. Crazy it's funny, pivot. It's funny how that happened. Like, right. You know, against mom and dad's wishes, right. against a lot of people telling me just to finish. I, radio and television arts in English was a lot of fun. Yeah. And I enjoy it. And I'm glad I learned what I did because it's still, um, you know, established a strong, like, just roots in me in terms mm-hmm. of um, who I am as a person. Like, I like to write. I like to think creatively. Okay. So I learned I, I learned all that and established the creative aspect of me and, and carry that over into the science world. Okay. Um, I knew that the kind of doing radio and television arts in English was cool, but I just didn't see myself happy when I really looked down the path and mm-hmm. saw where I could go with it. So I knew I wanted to be in sports. Okay. Um, sports broadcasting, when I was interning and doing these things, I realized, you know what, like I'm not built like these other people. Okay. I can't talk about all the pro sports. I can't tell you all the stats and stuff. I just like to play sports. Okay. And I really just watch basketball. That's right. my passion. Because you're a basketball head from yeah. the jump, right? That's 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 my first love okay. and my forever love. Right, <laughs> right. Um, so I knew it wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. And I had to kind of just trust that gut and then change things. And when I saw what athletic therapy was, right. when you can be with the team, right. be with the players, be on the road, be okay. at a practice, you're very much a player. Like for if sure. I, if I had my choice, man, I'd be a foot taller and I'd be playing pro somewhere. Right, right, right. right. Somewhere in the world. I'd be playing. I'm a hooper at, at heart. Mm-hmm. But when I knew I couldn't really play... It wasn't in the cards, mm-hmm. you know. I'm like five six on it, and I was like a five two wingspan. Mm-hmm. Um, it just wasn't for me. When I realized I couldn't play, I was like, "How can I stay in the game?" And doing athletic therapy was the, my my way in. Okay. From there, um, I wanted to be really good at my craft, mm-hmm. so I did massage therapy school. Then I did acupuncture school. Then I did the advanced acupuncture program. Then now I'm in the instructor program. Um, and then I love training all the time. So becoming a, a strength and conditioning coach was a no brainer for me okay. to kind of just tie in the therapy rehab and the performance side of everything. I got you. I think it's gotta be a happy marriage. And so, yeah, like I don't even like school, but <laughs> like, I just wanted to be such so, like so good at my craft that right. I just had to keep learning and learning. And now I've, I'm fortunate that now I can, I have my own business. Um, where I treat and train athletes, mm-hmm. and uh, I also work part time at Humber College. Right, so I was just about to say. Shout out to the fam over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I treat all the varsity athletes in the clinic there. Nice. Um, so yeah, no, I'm I'm super super blessed and and highly favored and thankful. So for, what for was what that? You know, what was that pivot like though? So because to go from sorry, give me a second to yeah. go from, you know, radio and television and broadcasting, then to make that pivot to be like I want to help people like how did you because I, I think and correct me if I'm wrong but you have to have a good understanding of like science anatomy I think oh, that, it was hard yeah it was it was it that was, transition was like how did you even get there man. like I remember I remember first year of first physiology class 
in, in my first year at York. Right. And at the end of the first lecture or second lecture, whatever, early on, the people around me were like, or people, the first few friends I made were mm-hmm. like, oh, this is easy. This is a review of grade 12. I was like, I never like, did what's science grade 12. Grade 12. Right. I, this is all brand new to me. Right. And um, it was hard. I had to work work extra hard to, mm-hmm. to make up for the lack of science foundation I had. Right. Um, so a lot of extra hours studying. And I'm not like, I'm not good at that stuff as it is. I'm not a great student, but okay. I just have to figure out what works for me. And for me, writing stuff down over and over again was really, what really stuck with me. Okay. And, and I found I was not great at like the, the theory and the memorizing of things. Mm-hmm. But that's why like my kin courses i wasn't that strong in academically but when it came to the athletic therapy courses now we're learning about injuries right so now the anatomy instead of memorizing it it makes sense because you're related to an injury so you were able to apply that knowledge exactly so that's where i really thrived okay because i'm not going to memorize every single bone in your foot but Mm -hmm. if i know when your foot goes this way what happens to those bones and those ligaments and those muscles Mm -hmm. now it makes sense to me so i found you know where i could how i could thrive in that world but Mm -hmm. it was hard man that transition was rough because I had to put in extra time while everyone else was like, no, this is a review. I said, no, this is brand new to me. Right. I got I to gotta hustle to, to do this. And um, you, I did that. You, know, you put in your time at York. And then from there, you also went to McMaster. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, McMaster. Well, um, so the massage therapy school was at like a private school in Hamilton. Got you. I went okay. to McMaster for the acupuncture. It was a part, it's all part-time schooling. Mm. I think that's why I could do it, to be honest. Got I don't you. know if okay. I could do any more full-time, full-time stuff. Okay. Man. So it was like a time management and like load, yeah. you know, balancing, if yeah, you will. because I was still working full-time with uh, the a basketball academy right. in Orangeville. Yeah, so yeah, I was yeah. balancing that while still taking these classes on the weekends and stuff like that. Okay. So, so yeah, it was part-time schooling at McMaster and uh, for acupuncture, and it was great. I loved it. When I really saw how the nervous system can be affected, you tie that together with all the manual work and all the all the soft tissue work. Yeah, it's it completes the picture for the most part, or helps complete the picture uh, for me to really address and, and get good results. Dope. So, yeah. Thank thank you for that. So you know, one of the reasons why I wanted you on today's episode too was to talk about I think just that that concept of hustle because I've I've seen the growth. I've seen you go from literally making that that transition from RTA to where you are now. And also, I mean, now you have your own space. We're in it right now. We're recording here. But you've worked with some incredible people. You know, like I've I've seen you. I've seen NBA players with that blue tick repost <laughs> you on Instagram. And I'm like, damn, they're, you know, it's, it's really like that. Like you have that good one-to-one relationship with them. How did you even get to that point, you know, to even arrive at, the, at a place where you're able to work with these NBA athletes or even like go to places like Taiwan? A lot of hustle, man. A lot of hard work. And, and, and I find a lot of just being genuine, mm-hmm. being honest. I think, you know, it's taken a lot. It's taken a lot of time. For it's sure. taken a lot of a lot of work. It's taken some some rough experiences. But at the end of the day, I think doing things for the right reasons takes you far. Okay. It might take longer. Okay. But what comes fast doesn't last. That's, of what, course. I, that's what I truly feel. Of course. So, um, man, I, I think the first step is to commit. Like, I knew mm. I wanted to be great. Okay. I knew that to to waste the gifts I've been given it would be foolish of you would, if you be, will. would be yeah foolish it'd be disrespectful to my parents mm-hmm. who sacrificed everything for sure to, to bring me so here you recognize so. your purpose if you will, which which is hard to do in itself yeah, at, that, yeah. at that point in your life but you recognize something was greater than that yeah that's the thing so, right. so I was just committed I was like listen I'm, I'm not gonna let this go to waste my okay. opportunities and my gifts mm-hmm. so when you have that mentality like to me, that's a part of the can't stop mentality. That's why I chose can't stop. Right. It's on the hat here. Yeah. <laughs> can't stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. 
because it really like you can't be stopped and you can have whatever you want in this world if you just don't stop mm-hmm. and i feel like a lot of people they get discouraged and okay. when, the, when the hits come they get down and they change their mind or whatever but i was just determined mm-hmm. i'm still determined i still have ways to go yeah yeah, I'm yeah. Thankful for what, what i have right now but i know i got ways to go and but it's, it's inevitable it's gonna happen mm-hmm. i'm gonna achieve my goals just a matter of time so sorry that's a long answer to your question that's all good but ultimately yeah man just being committed dedicated and being willing to go through the, the lows to get to the highs, okay. um, I think it's super important. And and to get back to my first point, it's just being genuine, man. Like you talked about some athletes that I worked with. Yeah, I'm fortunate that like I can build real relationships with them because it's just I'm I'm always honest. I'm always real. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not trying to sugarcoat things. And and I just love people who who are ambitious to begin with, and I right. help. And I just love, it's infectious, right? Yeah. So like I love people who have goals and are working towards it. Like. I just, I feed off that. Like, I, I thrive off that energy. Nice. So like, if you're chasing after something, I want to be right there with you. That's what's um, up. That's dope. And however I can. Mm-hmm. Like, however I can help you, whether it's physically, whether it's um, in therapy or the weight room, or if it's just mental. Like, mm-hmm. I'm big on the mental game. Yeah. I think, like, the mindset is, is so huge. Um, however I can be there for you, I'm happy to be there for you. And it's, and it's genuine. Like, you know, obviously, like, in the sport world, sometimes you can be taken advantage of and it might seem like I'm trying to take advantage of, of people, but I'm right. never about that. Right. And that's right. why the athletes I've worked with, they've really understood that I'm just real and I'm, mm-hmm. honest, I'm just there for them. They've gravitated towards that yeah. energy, right? Exactly. Like, yeah. I'm just there wholeheartedly. Like I'm not trying to use you for clout because you have right. a blue check, like you said, or right, 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 you're right, an right. NBA player or you're whatever. Like, no, like you, minus all that, I just, I, I know you. Right. Because like, when you're one-on-one with a person, mm-hmm. man, for an hour or 90 minutes, you get to know is, them real well. Yeah, you get to know them. You get to really conversate. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes the younger athletes are stuck in their phones, but I tell them to put them away. And right. Like, but yeah, you really get to know them. And, and, and I'm just, I've been fortunate. I'm able to connect and build a real relationship. Dope. And, and uh, I think by being honest and real, you really build real relationships. Mm-hmm. And that's why I've been able to get this far. Because if I was just, you know, keeping all my relationships kind of shallow and it was more for my own gain. Right. As opposed to just like, how can I help you? Right. Bigger picture. I, yeah. I wouldn't have been able to get this far. Because mm-hmm. people see that. And I you know people see, can recognize if... Like, what like if you're really in it for them or if you're just trying to help yourself mm-hmm. and my whole mission is just to help others that's my whole thing like i want to be the world's greatest teammate right um and i i come from a team sport background playing basketball yeah um i don't need to be the star i don't mm-hmm. need the spotlight but i want to be the best teammate in helping you and mm-hmm. doing, you know doing whatever hustle play needs to be done to, mm-hmm. to win ultimately i will also say you're also filipino and all my <laughs> filipino friends and family man y'all are just you know the best the best team players but also the best hustlers that i know personally i mean listen if you go into a hospital you already know that every single healthcare worker in there is either like latino you know brown black or filipino one 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 of one of one of those four. We really care, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hospitable people. We yeah, want, we want to care. That's the thing I love. And, and shout I, out to your mom and dad, by the yeah, way. Shout out to my mom and dad. Shout yeah. out to my whole family in the Philippines. Man, I love them. I love that place. My, yeah. My whole life's mission is to get back there. To right. be honest. Like, okay. Like I mean, in ten years, I'm going to be opening something down there. Nice. Hopefully, spending a good chunk of the, every year out there and giving back to the community because they're obsessed with basketball. Huge. So if I can use, you know, my achievements and, and my network however I can to give back to the community out there, give, right. some, give some kids some shoes, some basketballs, some some nets, whatever, like right. good nets. They'll build a net out of anything and right. they'll be so happy playing with it. Right. Regardless of what it is. Yeah. Um, so I, I want to get this. My life's mission, man. Filipinos are great people. They'll have nothing and find something to give you. That's mm-hmm. That's just how they are, man. Like, they, I've been there and I've been to areas where my... Like my dad's family are from, where mm-hmm. they don't have much. Yeah. But when you're there, they're happy. Right. And it, it, it made me super grateful. And that's how I'm fueled by gratitude. Right. So when I come back here, man, like 
I'll never complain. Right. Because like, you got so much. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So I'm always grateful. That's incredible. So, you know, you've kind of, you touched on a couple of things. And I think one of the, one of the first pivotal things was that you recognized your purpose and you, you knew that there was something higher. So you put in that, that groundwork and that level work to eventually now, you know, working with some incredible people, but also to like use that personal connection really to like fuel your growth. Mm-hmm. So I know, I mean, I know the background story behind this, but kind of tell, tell us about how you got to Taiwan. Cause that in itself, I remember getting a text from you being like, <laughs> You know, I hit Eric and was like, yo, what are you doing this weekend? And he was like, hey, man, I'm going to be in Taiwan. Like, I'll see you when I get back. <laughs> well, I'm fortunate overall because, like, with basketball, with sports, you know, I've right. been very fortunate to, to travel. Um, Taiwan was, like, a really, really cool moment because that was mm-hmm. international. Right, you know, I've right. traveled all over the states and to different – I went to Alaska, Nashville. Like, those are some places I really had fun with traveling with right. basketball teams. I didn't but, even know Alaska um, had a basketball team. <laughs> they, had, they had a tournament out there, and it was it was crazy. I saw right. the Northern Lights when I was out there. Oh damn! Okay, um, yeah. I pull up my own money and said, "I'm renting a car. We're driving Worth north. Worth it. Worth and it. And we're just gonna stop whenever we see something." <laughs> <laughs> and we saw it. It's, it was incredible. <laughs> but no, I'm very fortunate, man. I'm yeah. blessed that um, basketball, fault chasing this orange ball, has has brought me around the world. Right. And Taiwan was a really really special place, mm-hmm. a special moment for me. Thankful. Shout out to the Humber College. That yeah. was that was through them. Yeah. Um, so the women's team was just going to a tournament out there and, um, yeah, I was asked to travel with them Nice, and I'm, I'm very, very thankful. Um, I mean, it's, there's not much to it. I, I just, again, I think the coaches there understood my background with basketball and right. they trusted, they trust me and they mm-hmm. asked me if I wanted to come. Um, I had already built a relationship with some of those coaches from when I was a student now. Nice. Humber. I, I did my placement there in 2013. Okay. Okay. So yeah, man, again, real relationships, bearing fruit right you know, right it's like they, they and not looking at like what's in it for me only but again like just how can i grow yeah how can i how can i just do good and that's yeah, gonna yeah, pay yeah. pay itself back tenfold absolutely that's right what it was man they knew what i was about and right they knew okay it's a basketball team mm-hmm. eric's eric's a huge basketball guy yeah we know he's good at what he does yeah we've already vibed with him mm-hmm. we know he'll take care of so it was, it was a no-brainer they asked me and for, for me it was absolutely 110,000 percent. yeah so i'm just thankful thank you shout out to humber man that whole team uh, coach AJ, Coach Aisha, Coach Kern, um, Coach Ken, Coach Jeremy, man, there it was a lot of fun with them and all Dope. the girl, all the girls, great athletes, man, like a lot of good people, and that's the thing. Ultimately, like I work with a lot of athletes, but mm-hmm. I think what I recognize is their basketball players second or whatever sport they play. I work with hockey players, uh, all all sports, right, right, whatever, right. Whatever okay. their athlete is, that's what they're a person first, and the the athlete side of them is, is second. And I think right. that's why I'm able to build a deep relationship because mm-hmm. I'm getting to know you as a person, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not just the fact that oh you're a, you're a hooper, you're a right. ball player, you're right, a hockey right. player, you're a football player. Like you're more than just that. Athlete. Right, right, right. Um, and yeah, man. So sorry, the question was how I got to Taiwan. That's no, all good. It really was just that. Yeah, Humber College. I'm thankful they 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 trust me and, and I love them and I'm loyal to them all the way. So, yeah. We're uh, we're back and that was a message from our sponsor. No, I'm kidding. We ain't got no sponsors yet. <laughs> Anyone that does want to sponsor this, I'm still trying to figure out my demographic, but when I do, please hit us up. Yeah, please just shoot us a DM in, on Instagram. Um, so this was this was nice because you touched on a lot about your career, but I also know that you know your fiance, shout out to Des, is also an entrepreneur, and I'd love yeah. to know how do you guys find that balance of both of you being entrepreneurs? You know, you guys just, and I think you, you had mentioned it at the beginning of our episode of you guys had just got engaged. Mm-hmm. How does that dynamic kind of work between you, you two? Um, no, honestly, we make it work really well. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think a lot of people ask like, yo, isn't that, isn't that hard? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, your girl's entrepreneur, your right. entrepreneur, isn't that hard to, to deal with? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I say it's easy, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. When, yeah. When, it, when you found the right one, right. It's, it's easy. Like, we get the hustle. Mm-hmm. We get what it takes. So we don't really try to hold each other back. 
like we understand like she's running her own dance studio so and she has a lot of kids that rely on her she has a lot of stuff she has to do and right. if ever she has to take care of something mm-hmm. and she can't spend time with me I'm right cool like, right right, right. No worries. you've like, been through that grind before yeah, yeah i get it just same same way they don't she was with me all through the times when i was in orangeville working mm-hmm. from eight in the morning till 10 at night i remember traveling on the weekends yeah it was never like, oh, like I need to spend more time with you, or I need you to do this for me, this and that. No, it was like, it was more like, how can, how can I help you? And right. That's the thing. Des is like, you know, low key my silent partner. Like, right, right, like right. Anything when it comes to just advice on what I should do about the business, I ask her. Anything right. when it comes to even like making an Instagram post, what right. caption should I do? I, I send it to her, and yeah. she approves it. Yeah. Like, um, you know, she, she, she really magnifies my greatness right. and I try my damn best to magnify hers. Yeah. And that's yeah, yeah. why, that's why it works, man. Like it's amazing to see what she's done at that studio mm-hmm. with, with all the kids she's infected and mm-hmm. sorry, not infected, affected. Yeah, yeah. Um, all the kids she's helped. And right. It's cool, man. I see, cause I always watch their year end shows and you see some kids who they had when they were like eight, nine, 10 years old. You see old. that progress, yeah, right? So yeah. Now yeah, they're yeah. 15, 16, 17. It's right. Like, man, you're a beast. And right. Like, right. Right. And it's just cool to see their growth, man. So yeah, when we recognize like each other's greatness mm-hmm. we don't want to hold that back mm-hmm. we want to just help magnify it so i think that's why we work well together and what's the what's the name of Des's studio again uh creative and dance styles there we go uh kids 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 um it's in woodbridge but um no they've they and even now man with covid and everything yeah they moved everything online right and i remember that week when things first shut down like they were hustling from right. morning till night like right. on their grind trying to sort it out sort it out and cool so then they made it work man. yeah they moved it online yeah like now is a rough time for small businesses, mm-hmm. but they're surviving. Not they just pivoted. surviving, they're yeah. thriving, man. Like, right, to be right. honest, like they still they're still keeping a lot of people and, and kudos to them. But that's the thing. Like we just we recognize sorry, we recognize what has to be done. Right. And we just wanna be there for each other. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's easy, man. It's just like and, and I'm thankful because I'm always kind of consumed by how I can make my business better. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I see it all the time. But um she always reminds me. Just not through not through verbal, but just from being her, like, just, let's just have fun. So yeah, <laughs> let's just enjoy the you know I mean? like enjoy yeah. the ride while we're yeah, also here. Exactly. So yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's a huge thing. Cause yeah, it's I think, tough to do. I think man. I'd go crazy. Yeah, if, and she she always reminds me like like that's just by being her. It's so important just to be you know have fun and mm-hmm. enjoy what's going on. And yeah. Like, and um, yeah, so I'm thankful for her, man. She's she's my sidekick, so I had to lock that down. <laughs> and I mean, you know, for our listeners and viewers out there, like, how did you actually pop the question? So, um, so I remember when you told me about the ring and I was like, uh-huh? um, you about so, to do so, what? So she's a Disney fanatic. Right. Like I thought I liked Disney. Right. Until I met her and realized I nope. know very little Des, about Disney. You win. You win. You win. Listen, um, my mom collects like Disney snow globes at home. Yeah. Nope. Des, you, you win. You win. <laughs> like she just knows every song, every side character. Right. Everything, I don't know. Like some, about every movie. She knows. Like I'm, I realize I'm just, I'm just a Lion King dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that symbol. Yeah, I got yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah I like, hear you. Yeah, yeah. She knows everything. Right, right, Anyway, so yeah. she's a Disney fanatic. Okay. So I popped the question at Disney World. You mm-hmm. know, I'm super cheesy and corny mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I like, I like the cheese. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man, we were in front of the castle. We, I bought the, um, the after hours pass. So like after the park closed for mm-hmm. two hours, you could still go and ride rides and stuff. Oh, wicked. Okay. Yeah. So it wasn't as packed. Nice. Uh, and that's kind of why I wanted to do that. Okay. Um, so yeah, man, I'll never forget it. Like I had to tell her I had to go drop a deuce in the washroom <laughs> so, that, so that she would be waiting for a while so i could run over what girl is not gonna believe that by the way <laughs> like, so i remember like walking into the washroom looking at it and i sprinted the other way right because i had to go find a photographer got you okay. i was like hey listen i'm gonna propose i need you to like take the photos and and, and sorry but all I, good all good don't worry she's she's uh, what's up des she's messaging you what's up des but um 
Yeah, so I got found a photographer. I said, hey, we're going to come back here in like 15 minutes. Just be real casual. Right. Like, just take photos of us. Tell her to turn around and face the castle. Oh, okay. The very so, classic touristy stuff. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. okay, tell, okay, okay. Yeah, tell, yeah. The director, suggest some solos. Right. While her back is to us, right. I'm going to get the ring out. Got you. Get on my knee. So when she turns around, it's like, boom. Right. Uh, and it was it was amazing. She was in shock. Yeah. Her first word, I, I think her first words were like, Eric, what are you doing? Stand up. <laughs> like, she just did it. She couldn't process. She couldn't. Daz, I can see you doing this. <laughs> she couldn't process what was happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then um, I think one of her first things before she even. I don't know if it was before she said yes or, or immediately after she said, said yes. She said, did you tell my mom? Right. <laughs> that, was like, that was like her first Because my mom like, will beat yeah, your ass. So she was like, it, it was so funny. And like, she didn't actually cry until like 20 minutes later. Right. After everything had settled down. Right. Because I pulled out a little pin um, that said happily ever after. Right. That's like over the top. Okay. But initially, right. she was even like telling the staff like, sorry, I'm not an emotional girl. I don't really cry. Right, this. right. And then as soon as I pulled that pin, it's center. So right, it right, like, right. It was fun, man. Start crying for good. no reason. Yeah, it was an amazing, <laughs> magical night. And um, yeah, I'm glad she said yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm happy. She, I mean, listen, man, when you told me, I think about a month before, you were like, listen, I got a ring. Yeah about to do this i was i was super ecstatic so i was just i remember waiting on instagram and then when i saw her post i was like finally i can talk about this shit <laughs> yeah it's actually funny because her friends knew from like her best friend, yeah 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 uh but actually both her best friends so yes yeah. alicia and tiffany tiffany actually came with me to get the ring right i was in like march april okay okay, okay. i proposed in september right right you, <laughs> so like, you waited a while so, so they yeah. sat on that for a whole summer right um, good, good no friends. No was gonna come up, so it's, it's, it's actually funny. Yeah, that's great. And your parents were there too, right? Yeah, my parents were with us, so we were on our way to the Disney cruise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We had a day where I just wanted to go to the park. Okay. Um, so my parents didn't come to the park. It was okay. just Des and I. Okay. My parents were chilling at the hotel. My mom, they knew what was happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. As soon as I I came in, I, she, we told them, and they were super happy. Oh, that's good, man. Um, yeah, sorry, I'm getting emotional. No, it's, that's a, that's, I'm a, that's I'm good. A super sappy dude. How, did, how, did, how does it feel though, man? Because I mean, I, I've like I said, I've I've seen you grow from being in university to now post university to now you traveling all over the world and to now you're like laying down, you know, foundation for like you know your your future family life. No, it feels amazing, yeah. man. Um, the timing feels right. Yeah, I feel like both Des and I, as entrepreneurs chasing our passion, mm-hmm. as being dance man, being basketball, mm-hmm. we've kind of just been side by side yeah. in our own lanes yeah, 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 yeah. this whole thing. But now in that parallel. we're going to come together, right. I think we'll just be stronger together right. and, and we're going to do great things together um, rather than kind of being individuals side by side, mm-hmm. come together and, and, and make something special happen for the long run. If you guys aren't crying, <laughs> I'm crying. That's what, that's what I, I am going to say. I want I want to quickly take a little bit of a transition yeah, yeah. and just ask you, you know, on the regular man, like, you know, what are you what are you doing to just like keep yourself motivated? What type of music are you listening to when you know when you're just trying to chill out and just enjoy like, you know, like a lazy Sunday or like a casual yeah. Friday, if you will. Um, so the two, you said what keeps me motivated yeah, and yeah. what have I music I listen to. So in terms of just staying motivated, man, like I know right now it's kind of hard sometimes with COVID mm-hmm, and everything. Mm-hmm. It's up and down. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I just I'm just always locked in and I just like I'm, I always, you know, what I recently posted was, you know, a, any obstacle is either an opportunity or an excuse. Mm-hmm. The choice is yours. Right, right. And I know, like, there's all, you know, like I said, I'm super grateful, always practicing gratitude. Right. So there's always something to be thankful for and something positive to find. So mm-hmm. amidst all this chaos, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. amidst this, this global pandemic, right. Um, I believe there's an opportunity in this, whether it's a, an awakening, whether it's this Black Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm motivated just because. 
I'm grateful. Right. So I'm grateful for this opportunity to spend more time with family. Nice. I'm grateful for this opportunity. For me, honestly, like mm-hmm. in this setup here, I have the home gym. Yeah. I can work out consistently. Right, I can right, lift right. Consistently, get back to my training. Because when I was so busy and on the go, you and didn't have move, that opportunity, right? I was squeezing in a lift here and there right. where I could, but it wasn't like wasn't consistent. Right, right, right. So yeah, I can get back to that. Um, when it comes to expanding my knowledge, I can read more now. Mm-hmm. I can really read books. And I'm a, I'm a slow reader. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I was an English major for a couple of years. <laughs> um, I was really good at writing, but I never read a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout yeah, out yeah. to the internet for giving me the summary. And I would spark just, notes. I would, yeah, honestly, spark <laughs> notes. I would just take a certain theme yeah. and extrapolate it into 10 different ideas. And right. Just rewrite the same my sentence in different words. That's the I, art of just knowing how to make it work, though, right? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. But um, yeah, I can read now. So in terms of what keeps me motivated, yeah. man, it's just understanding that that there's positives to be found in these, in these times right. and, there's, and there's opportunities to take advantage of in these times. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm, I'm staying motivated. Um, cause I just see opportunity. Yeah. Um, it's not, not, not going to make this an excuse. I'm not going to look back in a year and say, mm-hmm. Oh, because of COVID, I couldn't do this or because of COVID. If I anything, couldn't. because of, because of the current climate, yeah. I did do this. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm yeah. Saying. yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Opportunity, opportunity or excuse. You got it. You, it's your choice. The time's going to pass no matter what. So mm-hmm. what, what are you going to choose it to be? Uh, so I stay motivated, man. I'm super grateful. My, my motivation is rooted in my parents. Mm-hmm. I look at them every day and I know, like, I got to make you proud or, mm-hmm. or just take the life to another level mm-hmm. um, so that my future family is, you know, eating good off of this because of what you had done for me. Right, so, right, right, right. So that's how I stay motivated. And, yeah, music is a, is a big driving factor for me. As you know, I used to DJ. Yeah, you did. I DJ <laughs> you your did. birthday. For, for a hot minute, my 25th <laughs> birthday, I was an absolute wreck, by the way. If anyone did come, um, you know. If you didn't, don't worry about it. Yeah, I so. peeked on the stairs. It's fine. It's okay. <laughs> I'll actually, I remember that night pretty vividly because there were some, some fun moments <laughs> as deep from DJing. Um, you, you're even like a little baby uh, nephew. Oh, my nephew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nephew. We're turning six, by the way, in a few now, weeks. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Nuts. So, so why? We're, we're all this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I'm yeah, yeah. since I kind of, quote unquote, retired as right. a DJ, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've gone back to listening mu- to music for me and my heart. Okay. And um, honestly, lately, yeah. I, maybe it's because the wedding planning, maybe it's because okay. I've been like just, you know, in this, Are you into your Michael Bublé bag, you <laughs> like know. R and B is just. I, I've always oh, loved R and B, okay, as like my daughter. Of course, I love, love hip hop and culture and, and rap music, like my wife. Yeah, um, but R and B has just really been hitting for mm-hmm. me right now. Mm-hmm. So like Division, yeah, um, Snow Allegra. She just came out with something new too, and Summer Walker as well. Summer Walker, yeah, has yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I like Summer Walker a lot. Yeah, Snow Allegra, Division. I've been heavy on. Ooh. Just like it's just soothing. It makes me just feel She's feel nice. Fine. <laughs> beautiful yeah just a quick aside and um honestly don't sleep on jojo jojo her last album, album. <laughs> her last album i will say don't is fire sleep on jojo yeah um, her last album is fire so yeah i've been listening to a lot of oh and john legend just dropped a new album i don't know if you've heard that track with coffee oh amazing so yeah, good yeah, yeah so good yeah, yeah no yeah. john legend's album is good yeah um so yeah there's been a lot of great r&b yeah which i'm super happy about there was actually a bit of a lull in r&b yeah for a few years and i feel like when daniel caesar and ella may kind of mm-hmm. dropped it became cool to have slow jams again. yeah yeah and yeah. from then r&b just gone crazy there's right. so many artists out there doing it and doing it well right um so shout out to r&b man but that I, i've been listening to that a lot um lately i've also been listening like i'm always c- consistent with like my main guys like, yeah like drake j cole mm-hmm. Um, Number one fans of Drake, by the way, if you, if <laughs> yeah. you, if you couldn't pick up on it. <laughs> Big fans. Yeah, yeah. And like, 
so I'm always kind of going back to the Drake, the J. Cole. Um, you also went to the first Ovio Fest, right? Yeah, the very first yeah, one. Yeah, like the number when one. When it cost me $60 to have a seat. I had a, I was I was in a chair in yeah. the 300s off $60. I, I remember, yeah. Now, no way. A, $60 ain't a, getting you a, in the parking lot. It's a, it's a trillion <laughs> dollars to go to God, yeah. that goddamn thing. And that was amazing. That's always really special to me, um, the first year Ovio. LM came out, Jay came out. And no one expected it. Right, That's right, the thing. Right, no right. one knew. No one knew. Yeah, we yeah. thought it was just a Drake concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one knew. And Thank Me Later had just dropped two months prior. So, right. you know, June 15th of June. Right. Sorry, June 15th of June. June 15th. Yeah. And then August 1st was OVO. So all of Thank Me Later was still very fresh. Right. And that was when he didn't have such a wide catalog. Right. It was it was, it was growing, if anything. Yeah. yeah. So every segue from track to track to track, mm-hmm. it was like thought out. He had right. a little segue. Yeah. He had a little speech to give. Yeah. And it made every moment a little special. Now his catalog is so wide. He right. Just, you know, he doesn't track, need to, if anything. One track, he doesn't have to. One yeah, track yeah. ends, next track begins, and it's a banger, and it's a party. Right. But back then, it was just like a little more sentimental. Mm-hmm. Um, even that first one, like Cardinal Fishout came Yeah, that's and right. And that that's was right. like yeah. a cool, like, in my eyes, a little passing of the, passing of the torch yep. from like the, the T.O. Oh, God to definitely the, the was. Sixth God. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the Sixth God in the making, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, it was just like, Super cool that phrase, Silvio. So yeah, I'm always going back to Drake. Man, that guy doesn't miss. Um, and then J Cole on Big God. Yeah. Um, lately, another rapper who's really caught me is uh, Jordan Lucas. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He's tough, man. His record with Will um, Smith is. Yeah, he's, yeah, you know, good. he's super fire. His album's really good. Um, he spits real stuff. Mm-hmm. And then obviously because I work with young athletes, yeah, I'm always kind of listening to the new rap. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm an old head at heart. Yeah. So I know it takes me a little bit to like it, but yeah. you know. I'm I'm listening to that new pop smoke. Right, album. yeah, pretty good actually. I'm feeling it. I'm I'm I'm, I'm for it. Listen, <laughs> you, like you went like R and B a little bit, yeah, 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 and it's working. Yeah, so pop smoke, little yeah. baby. Um, um, I'm I'm slowly warming up to little Dirk. Okay, <laughs> but like skin there. If you don't want to feel shit, <laughs> but that's like, what you want to listen to. Man, um, but yeah, that's kind of sorry. I'm kind of going off on different that's okay. directions. But Music, that's what yeah. I've been listening to a lot of this. Okay. Time. If, if if I'm going to my heart, it's it's that Drake to J Cole. Mm-hmm. Even, even I've been going back a little bit and listening to some Tribe. Oh yeah, some, okay. Some Tribe Called Quest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Fabulous and Jada did a verses. Jada Kiss was and drunk as shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> he was drunk. He's a as mood. Shit. He's really a mood. He was drunk as shit. But like, I went back and listened to all of Fabulous' yeah. like tapes because like his his soul tapes you can't even get on Apple Music. You have to go. Yeah, you have to you have to go to um. Dap 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 Piff. Piff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, man, he was so good. Yeah. Fabulous was so good. Like, yeah. So I've gone back a little bit because of that verses inspired me. Nice. Um, but yeah, man, that's what I've been listening to a lot lately. That's what's up. Yeah. No, for me, I think, like, I think you touched on it, like, Division. And I like I like the, the new album is really good because it's got, like, a huge, you know, Caribbean, a, a, like, a little bit of Afro-influence oh, in so there. Versatile, but the, yeah, he's yeah. got Pop County. He's got Buju's on there. Yeah, he's got yeah. Buju on there, like... And you have like your slow soulful, you yeah. have your trap soul, yeah. you have your upbeat. He's got some upbeat tracks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, he does have like the Afro mm-hmm. um, dance hall kind of vibe in yeah, there yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 a beautiful project, man. So like, good. Shout out to Division because at first, like I liked him initially, but mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, he's okay. Right, right, right. Or sorry, they're okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But now I'm like, they're legit. Yeah, because <laughs> you just found like, out they are two people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You taught me that. I, don't know, I thought it was one person. But. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm with you. I think for me, so, you know, I grew up down near Don Mills and Eglinton in like a very um, Caribbean influenced environment. So every year for like Carabana, we would have like like a 30 person steel pan band playing from like 7 p.m. until like 10 oh, type of thing. So when I heard this album, I was like, oof, this is taking me back. Yeah, yeah. And then Usher for me is a big one. Um, oh, yeah. Like I know Summer Rock was her, her first album or EP or whatever it is that she came out with. She did a record with him. She sampled him as yeah, well. Sampled as well. Um, so I'm, I'm oh, feeling. And Division and Snow and Usher. Right, 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 right. One right. track. Like, yeah. Come on, man. Yep. 
that's like that's perfection right yeah. there. Like Usher's making some money. Those are, some, those, are, those are the perfect ingredients right now. You put Division, Snow Allegra, sprinkle in the Usher's hand. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that track is amazing. And speaking of Caribbean influences, I know that you've played Mass a couple times with Wifey. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. Once with Wifey. Yeah. And then once we're just like friends. Yeah, yeah. Um, Weren't you? I feel like I saw a picture of you on a bus with uh, Tyrone. Uh, on the, were you, got, were you on the One I, Love? I was a part of the One Love T.O. One Love T.O. The, the one year they did it. Right, um, right, right. They only did it one year. Shout out to Brock and, and, and T-Rex right. and all Good those guys. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They had, it's fun because actually, I think the picture you're talking about, I was actually with Amir Johnson. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Amir Johnson was on the float. Yeah. Man, he's always been, when he was in Toronto, man, he yeah. was such a fun time. Like, he's really with the people. Right. Him and his cousin. Yeah. Um, they always kind of did little things around the mm-hmm. city. And, and that was when, like, celebrities would just selectively kind of yeah. come in. It wasn't, like, super saturated. But yeah, when you yeah. saw someone, you were like, oh, this is this is cool. Yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I mean, I love I love the Caribbean culture. Mm-hmm. Caribbean, Caribbean, mm-hmm. whatever. Tomato, um, tomato. Just because I love dancehall music. I love soca music. Mm-hmm. Um, if, you're, if you're from Toronto and the greater <laughs> Toronto area... You know, and if yeah. you if you don't, and we can't be friends. <laughs> we can't be friends. <laughs> yep, yep. And um, no, man, summer, you know, sun sunshine and warm weather in Soka just just mm-hmm. it's different. So I had to I had to play mass just just to have fun with it mm-hmm. and to, to be a part of that culture. Um, but yeah, man. So it's it's, it's a lot. It's, it was a lot of fun. I mean, One Love To Yo did mm-hmm. it well. Yeah, they, they were, it was the only time too. <laughs> only time they did it. Yeah, they didn't do it after that. I'm yeah. happy. I was thankful. I was able to be a part of that. Yeah, and then after played with whatever friends wanted to do or whatever des wanted to do yeah um yeah man it's one thing i'm gonna miss this summer i was about like, to say like there's no there's no you know they cancel care ban i think at the <laughs> at the very beginning of like yeah, lockdown and stuff just man. reading that announcement i was yeah. like i'm just gonna <laughs> i'm just gonna walk around my neighborhood and just dance uh-huh, yeah because no, I, miss, I miss it that much yeah no i'm gonna miss it it's gonna be i don't know we might have to do i i, I saw a tweet and it was like you know protests can can be like x amount of people right 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 while like hangouts can only be like ten, right? So they were like, okay, ever come to the backyard barbecue and bring your your Black Lives Matter discussion, right? And we're gonna have a big protest. It's gonna be like a party. Like I'm, I'm actually that was a brilliant idea. Sorry, I'm butchering the tweet, but it's all um, good. We'll, we'll find it. We'll, but, we'll put um, it here somewhere. No man, like th- there's gotta be a way. We can and Soka matters too. Okay. Yeah, there's gotta be a way that we can celebrate the culture. Yeah, and, 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 and st- still have some form of of um. What's it called? Caribana. So I don't know. Yeah. No, 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 no. And I, I think like, you know, like I said, if, if you're from the Toronto, you know, like whether it's downtown or just the GTA in general, like that's a staple. That's actually yeah. like a huge part of our, you know, yearly like events that happen. Yeah. Like, no, you know, we've, must, we, we have a bunch of events that celebrate like different cultures, like Greek Festival and like Taste of Danforth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not even going to happen anymore. Yeah, you know no, what I mean? Summer. And I'm like, I remember as a kid being able to go to these things, yeah, different yeah. vendors. Like I actually went yeah. to a drive through food festival yeah. a while ago at like Yorkdale and it was, it was different. There were like 10 vendors yeah. there. And I'm like, this is no this summers is, are always just yeah. super lit. Like, yeah, even yeah, with yeah, Des, yeah. like she's always performing with her studio. That's at different right. Summer That's events. right. That like, won't even happen. No, it can't happen. It's gonna happen over like, Zoom, which I don't even want to be a part of. <laughs> <laughs> like Mississauga Celebration Square, they would do like yeah, yeah, Filipino yeah. Day. Right, 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 like, right. All about it. Rib Fest isn't even gonna happen. Yeah, man. Um, you know, it's a heartbreaker, but yeah, we'll, we'll find a way. Yeah, man. and I, you know what? I mean, like all things considered, like you know, obviously, like safety first. For sure, yeah. uh, but to your point, I feel like twenty twenty one the turn up is gonna be like yeah. very we, we, we just gotta make adjustments, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Find me somewhere August first, jam like playing soca yeah. somewhere in the backyard. Yeah. Like I'll still be throwing some burgers on the grill. <laughs> we'll celebrate. You just gotta make adjustments, man. Right. You can't dwell on it. You just gotta make adjustments to keep going. We'll find a way. Just temporary. 
I just took it that you're holding your mic. I, you know, so I like <laughs> I forgot the screw. That you know, listen when you're when you're trying to like do stuff, you just got to be on. Like I I feel like I have amnesia sometimes. So when I'm trying to remember all like all my gear to like come to like a shoot, I'm like. I left one thing that's gonna make the host of this episode look like a dumbass. But <laughs> I didn't even know you were pulling it off, though. I didn't realize you were holding the mic the whole time. I assumed it was on a stand. That's that sometimes you just gotta yeah, do what you gotta good, do, man. right? Um, I guess to to get back to it, I want to end off this episode actually by first just thanking you, man. Uh, really, like infinitely proud of the progress that you've made, like where you've started, where you've climbed to, and really where you're gonna go. What do you think is is next up for Can't Stop Eric? And really, like you know, in the next like five years, if you will, like where do you want to see yourself, and what do you want to do to even get there? Um, can't stop Eric for myself. Yeah. Um, just, just as a, as a whole picture mm-hmm. right now, I, I'm really prioritizing family. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of where my priority is. That's refreshing time, to hear about Spending the way. time yeah. with my family yeah. and, and cherishing the times. Yeah. And, um, obviously wedding, pl- wedding planning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right now, a lot of family stuff is, is the priority thinking of wedding planning, sort of what's next with myself and Desiree yeah you know, like we're gonna come really really come together yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, that's sort of priority mm-hmm. um in terms of my my brand and and the business I just keep building man like um keep trying to better myself mm-hmm. like again when I say COVID's brought me to read some things I've been reviewing a lot of my notes just keep trying to sharpen sharpen you know stay sharp um and eventually get my own facility mm-hmm. that's really the ultimate goal nice. build something here in Toronto mm-hmm. um and have my own facility where people can come for therapy, people Dope. can come to train, okay. people can come to it's that place to chill out, right? And and be productive. Mm-hmm. And even if it's just you, you know, you can go to you know Eric's spot to sit on your laptop and mm-hmm. be productive because you know the energy in that right. building is right. it's going to fuel you. Yeah, is we can't stop. Let's right. just keep grinding towards our goals. Right, it's an energy. That's mm-hmm. really what I'm about. Um, that's the goal, man. Like right now, the home office works, but the goal is to have a have a bigger facility where I can then. Um, have a bigger impact and a bigger reach. Mm-hmm. I can have have a team of therapists um, who are all on the same page in okay. terms of helping people and and being there for the whole th- whole thing. Like just looking at the big picture of everybody. Um, so yeah, facility. Then eventually. Mm-hmm building something in the Philippines, like I mentioned. Okay. That's, a, that's an amazing goal to have, by the yeah. way. Like, you still haven't lost sight of that. No. That's, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. That's, the end, that's the end goal. Um, that, it's kind of like like Thanos, man. Like, when that happens, I can rest. Like the, like the <laughs> like, good version of Thanos, though. Like, the yeah. great version of Thanos. Yeah. I, once I get there, then yeah. I can rest. Until that point, I'm not going to rest. Right. Um, to, to, to chill. Obviously... I'll find my time to chill in mm-hmm. between, but I'm 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 gonna keep going. Yeah, can't stop me until I get to that point. So yeah, the brand is gonna is gonna grow. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna get better individually. I'm mm-hmm. gonna get better in terms of having a greater reach and an impact mm-hmm. with a team and a bigger facility. Um, and then when that's all said and done, I, I want to write a book. I really do. Oh wow! Just to okay. Kind of shed light. This on, I did on, not know. Shed light on the yeah. journey. Yeah. Um, and then hopefully have, you know, just kind of be immortalized through through writing. I've always loved to write, like I told you. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So if I can kind of just, the stuff we touched on, mm-hmm. extrapolate it into a bunch of ideas and yeah. write a book on, on, on lessons to learn in entrepreneurship, right. things to, to be mindful of mm-hmm. um, along the journey, I think that's important. So that's that goal. Family side, you know, just keep keep cherishing the time, mm-hmm. growing with Des. And yeah, ultimately, man, just, just maximizing life. That's what I'm about. Mm-hmm. Maximizing the opportunities, the abilities, the gifts that we've been given. Right. Um, trying to make the most of it. Mm-hmm. So in five years, that's where I'll be. I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'm going to keep going though. Yeah. Because really this is like a 10 and 15 year plan. Yeah. This game is chess, you know. It's I'm, true. I'm it's not checkers. Moves. Yeah. Exactly. I'm making moves and in five years we'll be well on our way. Right. Um, 
but still still grinding with the same energy wicked wicked well uh yo man again thank you for for coming through for today's episode hey, man, um thank you for having me honestly you it know it means a lot that you even asked me to be on this oh always it. always and again um a big shout out to everyone that's watched and that's listened to the entire of today's episode um for those that want to get in touch with you for um physical therapy or athletic therapy um what's the best way for them to reach reach out to you um instagram is easy for me can't mm-hmm. stop eric um i have a website if you want to kind of read into more can'tstop.ca um that's probably the easiest like i like i have twitter i don't really go on that i see you on time to time (laughs) lurking yeah yeah yeah. um but yeah honestly instagram on my website you can shoot me an email through there okay um, or message me through there um but yeah man it's it's, i'm pretty easy to get a hold of wicked that's what's (laughs) up well again thank you man for for joining us on today's episode and for everyone out there again uh don't forget to follow us across instagram and on twitter to see a bunch of behind the scenes content and just to kind of see you know what we're up to and what we're planning to do for the rest of the season My name is Joe, and this is The Front Row. Peace.